Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the first installment of uh, the IRS My Take podcast. Um, I'm Max Adams. This is Liam Spellman. Um, basically, what we're going to be talking about on a weekly basis is just uh, professional sports, uh, MLB, NBA, NFL, weekly headlines in those in those um, organizations, and just recaps and predictions and other fun segments that I think you guys are going to really enjoy. Yeah, yeah, we're looking forward to, uh, to just talking sports. We, we talk sports all the time, um, and we, we're looking forward to putting it on, like, a natural platform for other people to listen. And, yeah, like Max said, any any news of the day, anything that's up to date, uh, any big games, we're, we're going to try to cover it all, and uh, we're looking forward to it. Yeah, uh, eventually we're going to try to dive into, like, collegiate sports as well. We just kind of have to see – where where things end up and how relevant they are because college sports is kind of a complicated thing for us to dive into especially in the year 2020 because a we don't know what's going to happen on a week-by-week basis as far as covid it's uh, been unpredictable this far we don't know we want to hopefully at least get to the college basketball portion college football is going to it seems confusing to us this year and if you don't hear that that from this year it's because the plat the like general platform that they have this year is confusing to all of us. Yeah, especially for us, we're we're both college athletes. Yeah, a little, little bit about ourselves. We're we're both college athletes at Ithaca. I play basketball. He's gonna uh, look forward to play baseball. And we we've known each other since we we're third grade. We were talking about uh, Miss Dempsey's class. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had this little thing called foundations. Shout out Miss Getty. It was all about like vocabulary stuff. That was a cool little memory we had. But yeah, we've we've known each other for a while. We've been playing sports together, basketball, baseball, football. Kind of, we've done a lot together throughout our life, and we're looking forward to just kind of getting into depth of the sports world uh, through through the opinions and minds of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, each session of the show can be found on BIC Radio uh, time slot you're hearing now, 10 a.m. 10:30 every Sunday, and then from there you can find bonus segments. And full show pretty much on YouTube uh, channel. I rest my take podcast or the pod. Uh, I was on YouTube. Yeah, I rest my take podcast. I think. Right. I rest my take podcast. But the Twitter on, and Instagram handles yeah. are just going to be at uh, I rest my take pod. Yes, you can find us our our ads there. We can follow us where you're, you're going to see just clips from the show, um, clips from studio. You can just, see our nice little uh, studio setup that we have uh, right around here. Mm-hmm. It's uh, as you can see right here, if the for the viewers there, but it's it's, it's very nice, very nice yeah. setup right here. Very happy with the setup. Yeah, um, I mean, yes. Yeah, so without without further ado, we're gonna we're gonna try we're gonna dive into some sports right here. So yeah. our, our first segment is uh, three major things that happened this past week. Uh, for starters, the the Doc Rivers fire and hire was, yeah. was big news yeah. I know, for both of us. Yeah, that definitely led all's breaking news and everything that went on in the sports world this week, just because of the Doc Rivers, um, his caliber as a coach, he's won a championship. He's always been on high profile teams. And for him to just get let go after not one season with the Clippers, because he's been with the Clippers since like, what, 2014? I would say like seven seasons. Yeah, yeah. he's been there for a while. He's been but, good, but he's never good yeah, enough. But that was more, it's hard because he has all the talent, but he's in the Western Conference. Yeah. So. In the Western Conference, you're going to have a lot of competition, and you've had the Warriors stint. You've had now you have LeBron in there. 
it's very, very difficult to win in the Western Conference. It's, and Especially next year is going to be even crazier with the Warriors back healthy. Yep. The Nuggets are going to be good again. Portland healthy. It's going to be crazy. Yep. And so, really, he didn't deserve to be fired in the first place because, like I said, it wasn't his first season, but it was his first season with this roster because yeah. you add Kawhi, you add Paul George, you add Reggie Jackson, you add Marcus Morris, and you have to – there's a lot of personalities and a lot of talent. And to, expectations were huge this yep. year. Yeah, there's just too much to manage. And with the amount of load management that he had to do, with the amount of games that Paul George missed due to injury and then Kawhi with his load management, it was hard to find a real team chemistry for them, I feel like. And I don't really think that's on the coach. I don't I really think that next year would have been much better from They would have, because they were to learn from this year, yep. been able to grow from it and then be able to establish. Maybe they wouldn't do a lot, so much load management last year. I think it would have been a lot different, but obviously we're not going to be able to see it because yeah. he's not there anymore. Yeah. Um, as far as the 76ers go, that is a much better move for the Sixers than it is Doc. Mm-hmm. Um, just off because Doc is going to have it's. It's an the duos. You goes from Paul George and Kawhi to Simmons and B. Yeah, and they're they're high profile athletes yeah. or, and high high profile faces in the NBA. However, they are not. They, they themselves are not cannot bring the Sixers to the championship with the current roster that they have right now. They need, they need more shooters, first off, and I think they just need to – they need more roles defined for – like Simmons and B, the, the two cornerstones. I think they're still – are they going to keep both of them? Like they're still – I think they're still talking about that. I think they should keep them. I just think they, they need to build more around them. Yeah. One thing that I've kind of pondered around with the Sixers since the Doc Rivers story broke was that the pieces that they have now, like – Al Horford, Tobias Harris, Josh Richardson, freaking Corkmez, they're they're trade assets. And so I think a perfect fit for them, for instance, would be Anthony Edwards. If you want to put if you want to really push all your chips in, because the reason you bring in Doc Rivers, you don't bring in Doc Rivers if you're not trying trying to win now and win championships. Exactly. In the next two, three years. I don't think they're I think next year's gonna be a work in progress and they're kind of gonna see what they're at. So I don't really think they're a championship contender next year, especially with the Brooklyn Nets coming back. Healthy. Yeah, that's interesting. So, I think if you don't bring in Doc Rivers, if you're not trying to win in two or three years, so I think if you if you push all your chips in and go all in on Anthony Edwards, or if you zero in on a certain free agent, I, I did see Lamelo Ball. I might want to look at him too. Yeah, yeah, because they that automatically solves their shooting problem. I just have I thought about Lamelo Ball too, but he is a true point guard. Yeah. And then from there, what do you do with Ben Simmons? Because yeah. you're going to have Ben Simmons playing off the ball too. Yeah, I, think, I think Anthony Edwards is the best overall prospect. Which is, right. I don't know if they – that would be a huge change. Yeah. So that, there's a lot up in the air. Yeah, a lot up in the air. I also thought that the Rockets were a better fit for Doc than the Sixers just because of, like, the guard play that he's yeah. used to. He's not used, he's not used to having a lack of depth as far as – Shooting, right? So you have James Harden. You have they had their whole offense yeah, this year. Was they, they were they were three and D. Yeah. That was their offense, the or that was that was their game that all year was three and D. Three. Yep. Exactly. So I think if he learns to tweak that a little bit and give them, if they obviously you're not going to see it, but if they, it was a better fit because if they um, they merged, then you would if they balanced out their offense or they balanced out their game you can find Doc Rivers in a championship contention immediately because mm-hmm. that roster is ready to win now. now. Yeah. So 
I also think an interesting take because D'Antoni was looking at the job for the Sixers. Yeah. And they, and they wanted to bring in Harden. I think if, like that would have been a whole different situation for the Sixers. Yeah. Because I, if, if D'Antoni came and they got Harden, I, Simmons, I think, would have left. Yeah. I think Mike D'Antoni from going from the Rockets to the Sixers <laughs> is what Kobe Bryant described as a Bikram yoga stretch. Yeah. That – was a reach. what would he do because, with his <laughs> Yeah, because his whole like he's his whole philosophy has been just live and die by the three. No so, at all. A, yeah, you don't have any shooters with the exception exception of Corkmets. Like yeah. that's it's not that's it. the other thing. So I mean, if they one last thing I'll say about the the Rivers hiring is Tobias Harris had his best career season with the Clippers and Doc Rivers just two years ago before he got there. So if they wanted to and keep him and then give try to give away everybody else, or not everybody else, but like the, key yeah. key components that could be used as trade bait. Like Josh Richardson. Yes, like Josh Richardson. Horford. Like Al Horford. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't find anybody really having interest in Al Horford. Especially once, with his contract. Yeah, once he's there now. He's a happy player in the Sixers. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Yeah. So that was that something didn't make sense from the jump, but yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what Doc Rivers does going into next year. Totally. Totally. Um, our second kind of major thing that happened this week was uh, the Yankees game, game two, the or even the series though in general, because I know for me, I, I know you're a Yankees fan, but for me, I'm a Red Sox fan, so it's it's difficult to say Yank, the Yankees are good. I mean, they're legit. I think if if their bats are uh, the bats are hitting, if they, hit, they I mean they destroyed Shane Bieber, mm-hmm. he's going to win the Cy Young. Yeah, he. Nine earned runs or seven earned runs or something yeah, like that. Yeah, seven earned runs. He had his worst outing in the season. I, I'm not. I'm not a believer. I'm not. I'm just going to come out uh, and say it. I'm not a believer. He did have a heck of a year. He had a yes. He had Triple a heck of a year. I, Triple. I, a we haven't. Yeah, we haven't seen that like just, since. I, I don't think since we've been alive. Yeah. So like Johan Santana, but that was in like 2006. I think. Did I saw. Santana do that? I, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So, the thing with what happened with Bieber was he. Once Judge put that home run, home run up on him, he tried to make his pitches too perfect. Yeah. And once he tried to make his pitches too perfect, the Yankees hitters are disciplined enough to they're, they're, they're to pick that up. Yankees lineup they, is dangerous. When they're healthy, I I think I, if I, anything, this series showed that the Yankees are exactly what they thought yeah. or what we all thought. Oh they were yeah, gonna be. they should have going in. They thought they'd be the best seed, the best team in the AL. Yes, going and, into and it, they were until and, they kind of had injuries. Yes, which has happened. I what each of the last three seasons I where they have been. Stan and Judge have played a. Even close to a complete season. Yeah, no. They, I think I, I. don't think either of them have played 100 games yet. No. So that that itself is a lot to admit. And props to Aaron Boone. Because, props, yeah. yeah, Aaron Boone has to find a way to manage all of this and still keep the Yankees in contention. Because it's very, very easy when you have such high-caliber high players on your team to lose, to lose focus. This is year three for him? Yes. Except year one and two, he had hundred plus wins for both both years, right? He's doing mm-hmm. he's doing a great yeah, job. Yeah, he's doing a great, and he's he's been faced with so much. Yeah. So I think that that you're going to see Aaron Boone until he feels like he it's time for exactly. him to hang it up. Also, I want to give a shout out to DJ Lemayhew. That man is a baller. Yeah, he's he's been a machine, man. Oh my God. 364 through sixty games, two batting titles in both leagues throughout his career. That's first player in MLB history. So, and then we didn't even really talk about game two yet. The, there were four lead changes in that game. We have four lead changes from, it was what, five to one 
in the fifth inning, and then the Urshela Grand, Grand Slam. Slam yeah. yeah, the Urshela Grand Slam put them put them well, ahead. That, yeah. And then I think they had a three-run lead, and then the, the yeah, Indians came back. came back, put up four, and then we – we um, the Yankees uh, got to Brad Hand, which – his his slider and everything like looked gross. So that that, that was that was that the Lemayhew single up the middle. Yep, that was the Lemayhew single up the middle. You saw a lot of just luck, not lucky, but like weak contact and putting the ball in play, ending up being in, beneficial in the right spot. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So I think from from that, just that's that's baseball. Yeah. I think yeah, it comes. Would, you do what you gotta do to win. Yeah, I think that's and they and they've been doing well. So I'm curious to see that matchup against the Rays because mm-hmm. the Rays. Rays are tough. Right. They're pitching, and I mean they. It's gonna be a really good series. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm gonna get more into the the outcomes of that series later on in the show. Yeah. Um, and then our uh, so moving on to our third our third and final uh, kind of major thing that happened this week was that Monday Night Football game against the Chiefs and Ravens. Mm. Two two of the best the two faces of the NFL pretty much. Yep. Um, Last two MVPs. Yep. Super Bowl defending Super Bowl champs. I, I just want to say now. Patrick Mahomes is at like the peak of his life right now. Oh my God, he's he has everything. He has he just married his high school sweetheart. Mm-hmm. He just won Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP, regular season MVP, five hundred million dollars in the bank. Baby on the way, and he's got a baby. And he's got a baby. What, on what the is way. He's twenty five years old. What does he not have? Peak male performance can be seen in the dictionary as just Patrick. Patrick picture Mahomes. of picture of him or just his name? It's, yeah, it's, it's remarkable. Yeah, it's just going to be a big Patrick Mahomes. Feature and the dictionary, and like the next coming weeks, I think Marion Webster is going to jump on that immediately. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. All right. Good idea. <laughs> um, as far as the Ravens go, I have two analogies for them. Are you ready? Yep. So I'm going to call them the Milwaukee Bucks. I'm going to call them the Milwaukee Bucks yeah. because they have the one superstar, and everything kind is of just role players around them. Yeah. Very eh. yeah. like there's nothing there's something there's something missing right. there's something missing and mm-hmm. that that leads me to my next analogy which is unseasoned chicken unseasoned chicken it's good it's chicken you're gonna eat it stop right it but uh. they're like you if you added just a little adobe in there so what do you think fire um, they need a they need a they need receiver to, or they need a, to find who their running back is because well first of all maybe, Lamar needs to. Because I think everyone's figured out how to beat Lamar. I think if you make Lamar into a passer, yeah. you're you got a 50-50 shot on winning the game. Yeah. If they're controlling the game on the ground, then you're in trouble. So right. I think Lamar has to improve on a passer. As a passer, I think they need I think they need a wide receiver. Yeah. I think they need a Neural Thomas. Because you saw in that game oh God, receivers yeah. just running. But- both Tyreek Hill, uh, Hardman, and Tim Watkins. Yeah, all, we had the the McCall Hardman touchdown. There was nobody within like twenty five yards of that man, and what? Mahomes threw an absolute duck. Wide open. It, he threw a sixty yard duck that somehow got into McCall because he was so by himself. Yeah. So I think they need they need one more piece defensively and one more piece offensively, and then we got to see where they are from there because they have shown to this point. That they can't win the big game, as the Milwaukee Bucks have shown as well, because they had what a sixty-win season, um, or they were on track to win. They looked terrible. Yeah, playoffs. playoffs, They were completely different. That that was even with Giannis healthy. Yeah, yeah. Like, sure, you beat up on the Magic, but then you get to the Heat, and the Heat obviously are in the finals now, so they're 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 good. But like, you you were so favored in that series, and you just them too. Yeah, and you just washed it all away because. 
You guys don't know how to balance it out. You guys don't know how to make moves to make a deep run. You guys can just be good for a certain amount of time, and then when it really counts, just fall flat. I'm curious to see how the, how the rest of the season goes. The Ravens. Yeah. I think Chiefs are going to be tough to beat. I, the Chiefs look like it, we haven't seen a repeat of Since NFL. Patriots, right? Like, was it two thousand? Wow. Oh, I think two, Brady two won three. 2002 that sounds about right. I yeah. think they won back-to-back. Something like that. I know they won back-to-back. But, yeah, we haven't seen a back-to-back Super Bowl champion yeah. in years. And they're definitely – And the Chiefs are there. They're there. They're there. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Um, so, yeah, so that was – so moving on to our, our next segment um, is the NBA Finals. Mm. I mean, that's – This is going to be the portion of the show where we recap everything that has happened in NBA, MLB, and NFL. And we're going to re- we're going to start with the NBA. We're going to start with the finals. Obviously, game the, one and two, Lakers just they took it to them. The Heat got straight up railroaded, especially game one, because not only did they get run off the court, they lost two of their key players. Ben no, Adebayo is the most important player on that team. Yes, he. You see, um, you see, like with the Warriors a couple of years ago, where obviously Steph, Clay, KD were the best players on the court or on their team, but the X factor, the most important player, the person that made everything go for them was Draymond Green. And so you see that with Bam Adebayo as well. Like obviously you have Jimmy Butler, you have Tyler Hero, who's going to have more touches, but everything but runs mean, as Bam goes. Right, it goes through Bam on offense and defense. Yep. So you lose Bam and you lose Dragic, who has been your playoff leading scorer. Exactly. So I we don't know. Obviously, I, we don't have the sources to know the timeline on what their injuries are I like. I think Bam is more likely to play in game three. Dragic's. Mm-hmm. That's what I've seen. Drag, uh, there is a – there is a um, somebody on ESPN a couple days ago was talking about um, a the same injury that happened to Joe Johnson in 2012. I saw that. Yeah. And he got like a shot or something. He, got, he right? had an ejection in his foot. He didn't miss a game. But after after that, he was he not play, close yeah. to the same player. I, I saw shot, that. He shot something like 22% from the field. Yeah. Uh, he just wasn't the same player. The Nets went on to get eliminated. Yeah. So I just – I it's you, might be, yeah. you might be looking at a sweep. Yeah. You might be looking at a sweep. And for – like as far as the game goes, Kendrick Nunn was their second-leading scorer in game one. Yeah. He, he did play well, though. But he played well. He can't. But my, like, my take is – so I, I like the Heat. I'm a, I'm a big uh, Dwayne Wade fan. He's retired, though, but – Love him. I just want to say that. Um, but Jimmy Butler needs to do more. I know he had a good game last night, all, all around game, but he, he needs to shoot more. He needs to attack the basket more. He's he's their he's their I think their best player. Um, Bam might be the best overall player, but but Jimmy is their leader. And I think he just needs to do more. He I I looked up at this interview he said with uh, Rachel Nichols, and he said he has to impact the game a lot more than I ever have done before. Mm-hmm. And I think that comes with all around game. But I think it's he's got to score more. Yeah, I think – honestly, I think he's doing all that he can yeah. because he – obviously the Lakers with Bam and Drogic being out, that's going to be the focal point. It's right. going to be Jimmy Butler, and that's where a lot of your scoring is going to come from. Yeah. So with that being said, you have a former finals MVP in Andre Iguodala who has won – he won MVP for guarding LeBron. Yeah. So – and he had double-figure scoring in each of those games. So Andre Iguodala, where are you at? Duncan Robinson – one of the, I think, top 10 shooters in the NBA. That, that, where are you? Even. Yeah, where are you? Tyler Hero missed 37 points in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. Talking all this smack to Paul Pierce on Twitter. And 
you're, you're having two very quiet games in, in the NBA Finals. Especially I understand we need to step up more without Josh. Absolutely, well. especially in a starting role, too. I understand that he's a rookie. I understand that it's going to come with more experience. But if, if you're going to stand out like that in the Western Conference Finals and then fold in the NBA Finals, what are we really looking at? Like, what – what was that sample size really? Yeah. What What are we looking at there? He didn't have a terrible game, I would say, but I just think, like you said, he got to do more. Yeah. He, where is the thirty-seven point here? Yeah, like, obviously, sure. he's not going to put up thirty-seven every game, but if you could, if you could give him at least twenty, yeah. and then have Duncan Robinson pitching twelve, Andre Iguodala pitching twelve, Kendrick Nunn pitching ten, or at least in double figures, yeah. you guys are not going to get run off the court every day. But if if you're not, if those three or four aren't aggressive enough. You're going to be looking at a sweep. Yeah. What I want to know is where the 40-point Jimmy Butler is. Right. Because that I think that was game was that game one of the Bucks series, I think? Mm-hmm. He, he was the best player on the court. He was the best that player. was with Giannis. Yep. I want to know where that is, too. Yeah, so that's just a lot of a lot of things uh, to be determined. I also, the quick thing I want to bring up, where would the Lakers be without LeBron, do you think? I know Davis, Davis is probably the best player on the court right now, but I was, just, I was watching the game, I was like, they, there's no way they would be a number one seed. They wouldn't even be a top five seed in the West without LeBron. Thinking about it, I think that it would be a lot similar to what you've seen with AD and the Pelicans because They'd you be don't really have – right? yeah, yeah, because you have AD and a bunch of role players. Exactly. You don't really have another standout star. When you add LeBron and AD and those those balance and surplus of role players yeah. that have done an excellent job for the most song. part it's in the playoffs – the chemistry is just gonna gonna shoot up and you're yeah. gonna see the dominance that you've seen. Yeah. So, that was something that I was thinking about that last night when I was watching. I was like, there's no way they would be even close to us because of the Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Um and then we were talking about we we're talking about Bam and how he's kind of the X Factor and he they kind of go as he goes. The X Factor for the Lakers outside of A D and LeBron, Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard has had a resurgence this yeah. year. And watching games every year, I mean, every every game this playoffs, he has been a hassle yeah. on the defensive end, an yeah. absolute hassle. And he's been he's played so physical, and he's played like a seventies, like a Bill Lambeer almost. Well, that's what he gets paid for: rebounds, and screens, and just be the that tall. Yeah, and you don't see that with Javale on the court, and Anthony Davis. You're trying to get, run oh, plays for yeah. him when he's on the floor most of the time. So if he's at the five. You don't really have that physicality, like strongman guy, to really run your table. I think so, I would actually argue that though, and say that Rondo has been playing better. Rondo has been playing better. Yeah, I mean, I, different different aspects of the game. Yeah, I think Rondo, after he came back from from his injury, mm-hmm. I think the Lakers have been a completely different team. Yeah, yeah. He's a second playmaker other than LeBron because no one really. I mean, they were trying to Caruso was bringing the ball and stuff, but Rondo, he, he's well, been tremendous. He's he's in threes now too. Yeah. His three-game has, has caught everyone off guard. Because he can't even make free throws, and he's pulling threes and making, what, two, three a game? I think he had four last night. He had four last night. Three or four, I know he had three for sure. Yeah. So, he's, yeah, he's, play, he's playing well. Yeah, he's going. That's their that's their third star, definitely. Or their third their, their third piece of the big three. Yeah. Um, so we're going to go talk about the MLB for a little bit. Um, they're all – they're all in the division series now. I think uh, – what, what are the matchups we got here? Um, let's see. We have – Tampa Bay versus the Yankees. We'll Tampa Bay that. versus the Yankees. Uh, we got Houston, Oakland. Yep. We have the Dodgers versus San Diego. Mm-hmm. And we have Miami, Atlanta. 
Who would have thought Miami? Miami came out of literally left field yeah. because that – what were their their odds at the beginning of the season were bottom bottom five, was, I want to say, bottom three. It's probably similar to like the Thunder this year, how the Thunder were like point one to make the playoffs. I'm not – well, I'm comparing them, but like totally different. But the Marlins, yeah. who, who would have thought? Yeah, and you don't really have a lot of well-known pieces. Like their, their best player offensively is who? Starling Marta? I, yeah, I – I could give you a confident answer. Yeah. So, like, you have you have names that you've heard before, like Jesus Aguilar, Starling Marte, Matt Joyce, Matt Joyce, and like, who would have thought that they would be real contenders? Because at the when they sweeped, when they sweep the who was it the Cubs? Yeah. Yeah. If when they sweep the Cubs, yeah, who had just won the World Series. Four years ago, yeah. and have most of that team back besides they, like they, the Ariettas and the um, who else are they missing? Oh, they still got Chris Bryant. They still got Rizzo. They still yeah. got their they their still core. have their yeah their core. And as far as their offense goes, they just lost a few pitchers. Yeah. Obviously, you don't have Chapman anymore. Yeah. Um, but I would argue they they had it in the same sense the world. Series. Yeah, they haven't for I don't know for whatever yeah. reason because you have you brought in you Darvish, you have Kyle Hendricks, you have John Lesage. So like, what are what are you missing that you didn't have? Before? Yeah, no, that's a that's a good point. They're, so, probably, yeah, props to them. I mean, they're they're going crazy right now. Yeah, and then another not a Cinderella team, but a team that has not seen a lot of success lately that has kind of emerged this year as a a contender is Padres. Oh, I love I love them. They're they are one of the most fun teams to watch. They have their their broadcaster. Oh, uh, he was the former Red Sox guy, right? Yeah, uh, Don something I think. Yeah, he. I don't I don't remember his name, but we'll figure it out yeah. eventually. Shout out to that guy yeah. because he makes wa- watching and listening to baseball yeah. that much better. No, he's and, tremendous. And so, well, especially when you're watching uh, the team, like Tatis Jr., yeah. most exciting player in MLB. Most not saying he's the absolutely. best, no. but he is. He is. He might even be the best in the future, but he, he is unreal. He is top box office right yeah. now as far as MLB goes. And if you see an advance in viewership and the MLB. It's, Within the next five years, yeah. he's going to be the reason why. He honestly, you could say, he's, like he's going to be the face of the MLB. I know Mike Trout. Mike Trout's the best. Yeah, you, can, you can't argue that. Yeah, but, but you can't. Junior, wow. Yeah, you can't have the face of your league be not, somebody that's not in the playoffs yeah. every year. Oh, I, t- I totally agree. Yeah. But in terms of just talent, yeah, Trout and Tatis Jr. Wow, and they're um, Machado's been playing well too. They look good. They look if their pitching is good. Mm. I know uh, Clevenger. He's he's out right now, but he, he'll be a big help. Yeah. I was just gonna. I, I was actually just gonna talk about their pitching because they yeah. have found a way to win this year without any it's like stud. Yeah, uh, any top top pitcher. Yeah. Because you have you have Chris Paddock, but he struggled and yeah. he struggled in his first start in the playoff game when they took the loss to St. Louis. So the, I don't know really how far their their offense is going to take them single handedly. Yeah. Like I think they're going to need pitching performances to show up. I think they need Mike Clevenger back as soon as possible. Yeah. And you have to kind of evaluate your roster from there. Mm-hmm. That's uh, similar to the Braves a little bit too. I think they got fire. They hit home runs all the time with Freddie Freeman, Acuna Jr. They're, they're studs. Mm. But I don't know. They're pitching too. I don't know. Also, something I want to say. I hope that the A's destroy the Astros. Yeah, um, I I was going to get to that. Somebody yeah. somebody needs to needs to needs to get rid. Of the asterisks, they they got so the asterisks got so lucky that there was a COVID season because oh a lot God, of them, dude, they would it would have been bad. It would have. Uh, I hope once 
fans come back that they they, they were heckling them in the, in the spring training. <laughs> yeah, that needs to happen ASAP. ASAP. Like, so they need to have some karma happen now. Yeah. And so, can somebody get rid of the asterisks for the love of God? And Rob Manfred, feel free to lead the charge. Feel free because you didn't do anything the first time. So where, when is it coming? Is it coming? Because it should be. It, they, you haven't suspended a single player. The Astros took it upon themselves to get rid of their manager. Yeah. They are still in the playoffs. They didn't get a postseason ban. So what That's are- That's a good point. They didn't get a postseason ban. Yeah. So what is their punishment for cheating the entire league out of the World Series? And you still have most of the same guys. Yeah. So like, where where are you at, Rob? Yeah. Where are you at? You're you're getting to Goodell territory, mm. and you you need to you need to kind of shape up what you what you messed up. Yeah. But then we'll be in postseason in in general. It's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting. I know the the playoff format this year. I don't know if we have a lot of time to talk about it, but the playoff format uh, it's it's been interesting. It's like a college world series vibe kind of. Mm. I think our announcer called it like the fall frenzy or something like that. Right. It's interesting. There's so many games. Yeah, I I love the new playoff format. Yeah. I think it's fantastic. I think more teams, more competition, more more viewership. I yeah. think it makes it that that much more interesting. Yeah. All right. So I think uh, I think we're we're coming to the end of our episode. Um, I just want to give a shout out to VIC Radio. Thank you for uh, for for having us. Uh, so listen in on uh, Sunday mornings. Also on our on our YouTube channel. I watch my take podcast and uh, follow us on uh, Instagram and Twitter at uh, I watch my take pop. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so thank you for listening, and uh, we'll we'll be uh, we'll have some more information to you coming in the in the future. <laughs>